Yo, welcome back to another Return to Play podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Navarra, OTR with me, Daniel PTD. I didn't think about what I was going to say at all for the intro. So, Danny, you got you got any intro? Uh, I got nothing. Uh, Henry Ruggs sentenced to three to ten years in prison, so the, the Browns have offered him a futures contract. Three years when he gets out. Um, yeah. Oh no, I do have buzzworthy news. Got a offer accepted on a house. Going through all the uh, inspection and all that jazz. Finally, uh, which is a fucking pain. But yeah, been putting the homo and homeowner since 2023. <laughs> Welcome to Return to Play Pod with a pool. With a pool. Yeah. That's hopefully, big time. hopefully get in there with uh, enough. It's not this ain't Carolina where I have several months to enjoy it. So hopefully we get in there. And you can't do weeks. you probably can't do saltwater pool like we have down here. And those are extremely better. But <laughs> no, not not to shit on your pool, but um I'm I'm happy for you. You're you're done with I bet it's a big sigh of relief, big old stress reliever. For That's sure. Good. Yeah, good, nice. good stuff. Get to be broke forever. And now the market will crash any month now. Absolutely. <laughs> I did hear about the uh, how much Airbnb properties there are, especially in metropolitan areas, and that's what's going to cause the next bubble. Because there's, there's no houses available because everybody is renting them out, and there's no yeah. regulations on how many Airbnbs you can have in a county or whatever. So... Yeah, the government's definitely not going to do anything about it uh, until it's a big fucking problem, because that's how the United States government operates. Let's so uh, quick show. We'll we'll do some injury news. We'll do a little leagues cup recap, and then we'll do a few preseason uh, greasy picks here, uh, just just for fun, just light. Go light, sprinkle them. I'm going to the casino this weekend. I guess that's newsworthy. Casino with Teresa and um, a work friend of hers, a couple. Um, so we're going to do that. And we're going to see Book of Mormon in Charlotte the day before that. So that's a b- busy weekend for us coming up here. So I'll be at the casino yeah. Saturday watching preseason football. And uh, I'm not going to not sit at the sports book watching football and not have a couple coins in the game. So let's get right into the injury news. Uh, biggest one of the week, I'd say, is Jerome Ford, Cleveland Browns. He is week to week with a hamstring pool. I would say this is his first hamstring um, injury. And so I would say they take him cautiously. I still think he has fantasy value late round, and I'm not worried about my best ball stock in him. So, you know, probably a month though. And he'll probably have a slow start to the year, but I don't see the Browns signing any noteworthy back because they don't have the money to pay any of those guys beyond this upcoming year. And I don't think Dalvin Cook or Zeke Elliott wants just a one-year deal. Uh, definitely not Dalvin Cook. So you got anything on the Browns in there? Um, I do like Ford as like a, a last-round pickup or just a guy to watch. Like I said. Past couple of weeks, I don't remember when I said it, but Browns have been pretty good at managing Chubb's load. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
so I think they'll have, you know, I think whoever their backup ultimately is will have some sort of value. They've always kind of used the change of pace guy. So we'll see. It's definitely a, it shouldn't be a serious thing, but something to keep an eye on. Indeed. And to ND we go. Their third running back that they've started in camp with, uh, Dion Jackson, who was actually a kind of a dark horse in the spring, maybe to to be a, a sneaky good complement to Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> to Jonathan Taylor. He is now hurt with an undisclosed injury. So absolutely no news coming out of Indy on what the injury is. So we'll we'll keep you updated on Twitter at Return to Play Pod. And they did not sign Kareem Hunt. They did not come to an agreement. But you know, this is uh this is prime time for them to come back and maybe give Kareem what he was asking for or closer to it. So I wouldn't hold out hope yet of Kareem Hunt signing to the um, Indianapolis Colts, which I think would be a great fit for him uh, with the rookie quarterback. And he could just, he can be that pass catching check down guy uh, pretty reliably still, maybe not getting as many uh, yards per carry as in years past, but reliable veteran for sure anything on the indie situation i i want i have zero percent maybe two percent jonathan taylor in best ball and uh, that is paying off nicely now yeah i have no idea what to read into this it's uh i i don't know what jonathan taylor's fantasy value is even going to be i don't know if he plays if he holds out if he's actually hurt i don't know what's going on Cream Hunt situations weird reports were coming out. He was close with a deal with the Saints after Kamara got suspended. And then the Colts came in and said, Not so fast, my friend, and offered more money, flew him out to Indy, and he's still left with no deal. So I think uh from Cream Hunt's perspective, I think he wants more of uh like a, a, a legit starting role. Like I think he wants his chance to be the guy again, especially he's twenty eight, so this is really his last chance to, uh, you know, kind of have a prove it season where he can be a thousand yard rusher, be the be the main guy, or you know, get a get a big contract out of that. It's not going to happen after he's thirty. So maybe that maybe they're thinking Jonathan Taylor is going to play, and that's what led him not to ha- sign with the Colts. I don't know. He can at least go into New Orleans and start the first three games. We'll see what happens. Um, Kareem Hunt. I don't know. I don't know what his ADP is. I would uh, steer clear of Jonathan Taylor. It could be like you don't want it to end up being a Le'Veon Bell situation again. Uh, I have. So I, oh, uh, his ADP is two oh nine on Underdog right Kareem now. Kareem Hunt is. Yeah. Yeah. Draft. Draft. Kareem. Kareem's going to end up somewhere and have fantasy value. Whether it's I, a, whether it's a guy that goes down week two, week three, and then he signs. Yeah. Yeah. I yep. mean. Yeah. That. That's it. I can't believe I haven't taken more that, but I one of my manias, the twenty five dollar entries, w- one of my manias, I got Kareem Hunt at the second to last pick of the draft back in the oh, yeah. mid summer, early summer. So that was a uh, nice, and I've Bijan Robinson in there too. So I'm excited about that one. Yeah, he's going to end up somewhere. So uh, speaking of indie, we'll transition to a former indie back, Marlon Mack goes down with an Achilles injury, opposite of the one he tore in Indy. Tough for him. Uh, had just signed with the Cardinals. Uh, could be a career-ender. It was the opposite leg, so now he's got two bad two bad legs. 
kind of blew up onto the scene, had that 1,000-yard year, and can't stay healthy since. It's also tough for James Conner. I've touched on over and over how he needs a change of pace guy. So I, I, I don't know I don't know what to expect out of Arizona this year. They're going to be absolutely terrible. But looks like James Conner is going to be the bell cow. So he's obviously going to have volume and fantasy value. But red flag, he's a, he's a five out of five injury tier guy. So he's yeah. So yeah, I I don't I don't know. He's his volume is going to be there. The Cardinals have literally nothing else, but he is not going to play a full season. He's probably he might not even play ten games, especially if they're bad. He's another category of draft and trade. Yeah, if he has a couple blow up weeks early, yeah, ship him away. Love the guy. Yeah, I just I hope he can stay healthy. Yep. Let's finish up with. Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals still out uh, several weeks uh, and they are definitely going to take this cautiously. And, you know, in a loaded AFC, if they start out 0 and 2, I would I would plan on seeing Joe Burrow back for week three because uh, that puts him a solid seven weeks out from injury. And, you know, that you know, if that happens. It could be a week or two early, but um, especially with the Achilles, that is a that's not something you want to fuck with. Don't fuck with the Achilles. Um, it'll pop on you. It'll pop it's off. Like, it's like the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thank you. The Wu Tang Clan is for the children. If Wu Tang Clan can be for the children, then so can Steve Navarre and Return to Play podcast. I think that's it on the the Bengals. The Steelers are still uh, they're they're the worst odds to win the AFC North, and I wonder what they would be to just not finish last. I wonder if that would have plus money on it. If we could find that on FanDuel, that'd be a let me make a note of that. It does make me weary of Chase going two in most drafts. If Burrow is not a hundred percent or missing time, who I don't even know. Who's who's uh, the backup right now? Why can't I think of that? It's Trevor Simeon. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's nah. not the guy that's going to go light it up, but that's a solid – I mean, that's a backup who's not going to go in and, like, fuck up astronomically, but certainly hurts – it hampers Jamar Chase's value for sure. They open up against the Browns and then the Ravens. Do you think Trevor Simeon's beating the Browns or the Ravens' defenses? The Browns? Maybe that might be competitive, but I don't know. I don't. I see the Bengals starting zero and two, and then they have the Rams week three, and that's they did last year too. Joe Burrow's yeah. first pass of the year went for a touchdown. Just just went to Minka Fitzpatrick, <laughs> and then T.J. Watt got hurt and crushed our souls. Yeah, I don't see. Um, Joe Burrow missing more than four games at the absolute longest, but I would definitely anticipate him um, coming back week three is going to be my prediction at this moment. Um, or I'm sorry, um, week week two or three even. Um, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll keep you posted on that one. And then that, I, that, that's really it for football this week. So, 
we'll, we'll definitely have more, a lot more to talk about after the first week of preseason here. And the, the league's cup is wrapping up. So we'll kind of taper off from soccer a little bit and we'll still give you draw the week, of course, but we will also be probably not recapping games or results uh, too much anymore from here on out, but we'll see what happens. And a big news, Charlotte FC, big news to me, uh, they win 2-1 in regulation. They gave up a first-half goal and then score in the 80th minute off of a a breakaway, really a a miscommunication on Houston's defense, one-on-one with the goalie, and uh, he puts it in. And then uh, on the kickoff of that um off of that goal they do three reverse passes and the last guy was about on the 18th maybe the 20th and he kind of just back heels it to to the keeper and the keeper just reacts late and dives for it and it just goes right under his armpit into the goal um insane i don't know why the keeper's diving for it it didn't look like the ball had much pace on it but a hilarious way to lose. And and so Charlotte FC is now playing Inter-Miami and Messi on Friday in the quarterfinals of the League's Cup. And of course, I will be in Charlotte, but as the second kickoff h- hits, I will be in the Book of Mormon. So I will not get to watch Messi play Charlotte. It's in Miami, so, you know, whatever. Uh, and, and yeah, that's a bummer. That is a bummer. I might, you know, I might bet the under three goals in it, but that seems stupid. He's fu- he's fucking messy, so he could score three goals maybe on Charlotte himself. Any other uh, soccer news? I think um, we're what one week away from uh, Premier League Premier starts League. up this weekend. Yeah, Friday. Oh, this weekend. First for openers Friday. Yeah, the uh, uh, Man City opens against uh burnley the uh, last year's premier league champ versus the championship champ but we got all kinds of do are we doing draw of the week or what are we doing yeah we're gonna do we're, we'll give out a draw of the week and then we will finish with uh some football preseason picks yeah so i got i'll go first because i got two here to give out i'm uh dumber than hell and somehow last week i gave out one Looked at the schedule wrong. The English football championship, the the second tier of English football, started up last week. But for some reason, I looked at the schedule wrong and gave you a, a week two match. So, still sticking with that one. Middlesbrough and Coventry City, two of the teams that were in the playoffs for promotion but fell short. I think they I think they are evenly matched. Get a draw. But I'm gonna give you a second one. English Premier League opening weekend. Sheffield United, I like them to get a draw in the opener at home. First game after promotion back to the Premier League uh, at home versus Crystal Palace. I like them to get the point. All right. I'm going to go with Women's World Cup, and I'm going with Sweden and Japan. That's a plus 225 draw. Why not? Uh, two pretty pretty good clubs there, or not clubs, clubs. pretty good pretty good countries. Um, and it's they're both uh, neither one's favored to win the match, so that's always good for a, the draw juju. 
And that game's on Friday at 3.30 a.m., so hope you're listening to this on Thursday. Uh, I think yeah. that I think I'm just going to stick with that one. Tough, uh, tough, tough uh, end to the uh, women's team. Mm, yeah, era. that was so uh, obvious. That was so it was, obvious. It was bad. I mean, that what they did. I mean, that was pretty much the equivalent of the men's team crashing and burning in 2017 and not not making the 2018 World Cup. Like that's pretty much how bad the women played and looked and how as a heavy favorite to win the whole thing. I mean, they were first of all a couple inches away. I could rant all day about this from from getting knocked out in the group stage. Mind you, they've never not medaled at a World Cup. Never not medaled. Uh didn't even get close to I mean they had 240 minutes of goalless action to to end the campaign. So it's terrible. Worst they've ever looked. They've crashed and burned in three of their last four tournaments now, basically. Their two worst Olympics ever were their last two Olympics. So tough era for the the women's national team, but hopefully kind of like how how twenty eighteen was a uh awakening of a bright new era for the men. I, I think that that will out with the old, getting rid of some some cancer and some some toxic people in the locker room. And I think some of the young budding stars will uh, get us back on top here soon. I don't think they're in a they're going to downward spiral into um, shit to for years and years, but uh, they got some work to do. Especially, I mean, not, especially now that they, I mean, they were already so far ahead of the rest of the world as far as like, you know, revenue and development and yeah. uh, all that jazz. But now that they're making half of the, they're, now that they're profit, they're profit sharing essentially. They're they're making half of them. They're getting half the money that the men rep generate. Uh, I don't oh, yeah. think it. I don't think it'll be long before they're back on top. They're oh. Just, uh, their resources are just so far ahead of anybody else that it'll usher in a new era, new era of uh, of American dominance here. Yeah, uh, and speaking of that, brought to mind the lawsuit um, filed against the UFC for um, mistreatment of like contracts for fighters, and it got class action approval. So. Um, 1200 fighters are now eligible to sue UFC for contracts and um poor business practice is like the other wording of it. So they they've already UFC's already appealed it and you know they're going to drag this out for years and years but there's a chance that uh, it's the estimate was they could owe anywhere from 350 million to 1.6 billion in damages. So yeah, so expect the pay per view price to go up to pay for all these fucking <laughs> lawyer fees, everybody. Man, I got I got probably ESPN Plus too. I'll be in uh, Virginia Beach for the uh, Sugar Sean fight. I got to figure out where I'm watching that at. Yeah, definitely find a beach my, bar for that. My, That'll be my nice. close my close personal friend, Sugar Sean O'Malley, <laughs> who uh, so generously took a selfie with me. Well, it wasn't well, even a selfie. Selfie. We posed, and someone else took the picture. That was a, that was a full blown. That was a full blown friendship picture. I uh, will probably be taking Aldermain Sterling. Yeah, I. I mean, a smart man would, but that don't mean nothing. 
No, that ain't no problem. <laughs> I do. I it will be a fun. He'll make it fun though. He'll make it entertaining. Uh, well, because, yeah, because that's his only choice. Aljamain Sterling, if he gets uh, sugar to the ground, I think it's a it's going to be a a suffocation. Oh, for sure. But uh, we we will see. That's next week. Um, we'll get into our greasy preseason picks. Uh, more so me than uh, yeah, Al Jermaine Sterling's minus 250 uh, and has the public money on him. But uh, greasy, greasy preseason here. Um, da- uh, Danny, if you want to just give give something you just catches your eye on the board, a, a team name. Um, I, I do have three picks, though. I'll, I'll go first here. The Vikings are plus four and a half at Seattle uh, Thursday night at, at 10 p.m. Eastern. And so a night game in Seattle. Um, uh, the Vikings just have the sharp money on them, and they uh, the line has moved from like three to four. Or I'm sorry, it's moved. Um, uh, the Vikings have moved up a point but the money's going against them. So it's, that's a reverse line you're, you're seeing there. And uh, uh, it's kind of even I, I recant the sharp money is on. Yeah. The sharp money is on uh, the Vikings. Sorry. I'm in preseason form. <laughs> Forgive me. Uh, the, the sharp money is, and I'm a little sick, but I wasn't going to mention that, but I am a little sick tonight. Um, sharp money's on the Vikings. And the line has still moved in favor of the Vikings. So, yeah, give me give me Vikings plus three and a half uh, Thursday night football, NFL Network. And then we're also going to stick with an NFL Network game on Saturday. The Carolina Panthers are hosting the New York Jets. And I checked the injury news uh, this week at practice, uh, two Jets linebackers and an offensive lineman all got hurt this week and are out uh, for this game. And so, you know, obviously they have a plethora of players, but when you're playing deep into a preseason game, uh, you need as many bodies as, as you can. And it's probably going to be pretty hot in, in Carolina. Carolina is playing their starters for presumably the whole first half, but at least the whole first quarter. If they can get out to a little lead against Zach Wilson, um, I think the Panthers have a good a good chance to take it. And again, they're uh, reverse, or the sharp money's on the Panthers and the lines moved in favor of the Panthers. Not surprising since they had their starters confirmed in. Aaron Rodgers not going to play. He's going to sit on hard knocks and... Uh, Try to put the attention. I know what he's doing with the narrator thing, which was cool. It was cool to have him on Hard Knocks first time ever. But he he just wants to deflect the attention to everyone else besides him. Uh, it's definitely what he told NFL Films, I'm sure. So that's two. That's my two um, picks. And since we always give three on the show, I got to go Steelers first half. If you can find the first half line, they don't have it out for um, at a lot of places for this. It might come up on game day. First half Steelers, it's going to be Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky versus probably Baker Mayfield for the whole first half. Um, both of those quarterbacks do do well are, and are better than Baker. So, and I don't, I highly doubt Mike Evans is going to play or, or Godwin. So it's going to be Baker Mayfield with 
no one of caliber, high caliber to throw it to. So definitely like the Steelers in this game, and they are a minus two and a half favorite as well. So those are my three picks. Do you got you got anything? I I, I can't bet on a preseason game. It's too oh, it's too to. much. It's it throw it's throwing throwing freaking what's the phrase? It's monkeys throwing darts. Anything can happen. You don't really know what you're uh what you're picking. But yeah. I will say I'm very excited to uh all the hype around Kenny Pickett. He better take a big step forward. Uh excited to see how he looks. If not, I'll probably be back on the Mitch chain Mitch train pretty quick. Um, but yeah, who well let's let's go. I'm excited. Uh I'm, it, it's one of the biggest uh most I've looked forward to a preseason in a while just because uh you know there's a lot that's kind of not uh a lot of unknowns, I guess. Yeah, I the Steelers news um coverage said that uh they expect Kenny Pickett to play one to two series this game. Just with the starting offensive line to, or you know, whoever's starting this week, uh, they want to see that group together, and which makes sense. Ken, Kenny needs to play. Tomlin is also notorious for for playing his starters in the Way preseason. Too long. I remember last year we were freaking the fuck out of them yep. playing the entire first half of the final preseason game. That was that. Yeah, that was one of the worst days of my life. Yeah, when they came back from the first quarter, I'm like, oh my god. When TJ, it was remember, and then TJ got hit with a low block and freaking hurt his knee. Remember yep. that? Oh my goodness! Now yeah, I'm TJ Watt should not be fucking playing. Yo, what in a the hell? What in the fuck? Nor, uh, TJ Minka, Cam Hayward. Those are the three that just you no questions asked. They're not. They shouldn't be playing. Really. A, more than a half of the last preseason. Najee, he was Najee was getting like eight carries yeah. a game, and it's like, wow, it's <laughs> yeah. all, okay, give him give him two, and then say, all right, you're done for the next two weeks. Like you're you're, like, you're a running back. What do you need? You don't need to be. Yeah. It's not like a, it's not like a, an O lineman where you want him to be like you know Evaluate. in sync with the other O lineman. Yeah, yeah, like it's just like come on. We don't. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Um. Oh wow. The. I was looking at more lines in the Packers. 54% of the money, or I'm sorry, God, 54% of the bets are on the Packers. 98% of the money is on the Packers. Every, like, so have, you know, all the sharps, all the whales are on the Packers minus, they move from minus one and a half to minus four <coughs> and a half. That's a lot of points, but. So I don't know. That take that nugget for what it's worth. If anybody out there is uh, listening to this and has the itch, or like me, going, you know, going to the casino is, you know, all all bets are off. Uh, it's free game to, to grease it up. So this is this is honestly the longest I have not been to the casino. I think in in a long time. Yeah, it's been a few months. Just been doing it on my phone. Yeah, well, yeah. No, I mean, I was going. I mean, not like I was there. Like, but I'd be there probably once or twice a month, just at least to just to screw around a little bit. But uh, it's probably been like three months at least. Well, well, whether you're being greasy, having an eventful weekend, hanging out by the pool, soaking the sun. Hope you all are well. Hope you all are preparing for 
a great season. I think this is going to be a fantastic season of football. It's coming. It's oh, I can smell it. Is that is that ketchup? Onions, onions, mm-hmm. and ketchup. Yep. Yeah, I, I can, can taste, taste it. it. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, make sure you stay healthy, America.